Hello and welcome to Hoopsterdama Studios. Not really uh, actually recording from my friend Martha's house. She's hard at work. Here I am, harder at work, uh, talking about the basketball games with the prophet, Hami Arain. Hami joining us on the Hoopsterdamas hotline. Hami, that, that hot, hotline bling. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm currently looking at some goggles, some basketball, maybe sports goggles that I can use for basketball, perhaps. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's not bad. You know, Zenny, you can get these things for about less than fifty bucks. This is great. Okay, are they uh, Horace Grant quality? They're, they're kind of like Horace Grant, kind of looking, maybe a little bit thinner. Okay. And maybe more like Kurt Rambis style. Ooh, nice. Okay, but not quite Amari Stoudemire. You know, maybe it is kind of like Amari. I mean, like, uh, it, it is kind of like, oh, well, Amari kind of had, like, his kind of looked like sunglasses, right? Yeah, they did. And, like, I remember Dwayne Wade had something like that. And Trey Young the other day, right? He, the other week or whatever, he, he had something like that, like, looking like sunglasses. Yeah. So mine has, like, the strap, or the one I'm looking at has, like, the strap behind it. And it's very cool. Look at these, like, the names for these colors. Like, they're, they called this one Red Sox, Red and Blue. And then bulls, red and black. Hmm. Okay, so they are. Yeah, that's cool. Are you gonna Are you gonna get some? I, I'm thinking about getting the bulls, black and red. Yeah, I'm thinking oh. about getting that. And I, I've been looking at it for a while. I was just waiting to, you know. I, I guess I'm kind of nervous because, like, I, I have to like put like I think I have to put like my whole prescription information in there. I'm just not comfortable doing that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll have to do. I'll, I'll have to face off here at some point. So. Yeah. Well, well, well. So we're doing a little bit of a hybrid episode today. Uh, I guess that's kind of the new normal for us. Uh, we're doing the Daily Dollars. We're talking about today's games and uh, also getting into uh, a little bit of last night's games. Last night's games, man, I mean, they all just seemed cut and dry. And I lost $5. Uh, I, I, I was trying to win $35, but the Bucks lost to the Rockets and the Warriors lost to the Timberwolves. So the, the Timberwolves have won four in a row now. And honestly, ever since Finch took over, it's really been a different team. And they they can play with anybody. I I don't know. I guess I'm becoming interested about next year. Obviously, they're not going to be in the playoff picture this year. But this has been a good little stretch for them. And they have a good team. They have some good players. Yeah, and their loss, their last loss was only a three-point loss. Uh, like, so they're really their last like really bad game was almost two weeks ago uh, against the Clippers. Wow, yeah, and that's a a team that's one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. I mean, they've they've lost a few games here, but they've been one of the best teams for the last two years. So that's not like you're yeah. losing to a bad opponent there. But yeah, I mean, they beat the Jazz twice. Once on, at home, once in, on the road. Uh, beat the Rockets, now beat the Warriors. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very uh, it's, it's very interesting to see that. Uh, uh, the Timberwolves will be, I don't know, I mean, that, that, it, even, you know, people say even a broken clock is right twice a day, right? When uh. it comes to teams like the Timberwolves. 
<laughs> because you know they're, they're you know we're not really expecting much from them. But next season, you know, I think they might be a little bit better. But I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it depends who else is going to fall because the West is too good. And honestly, if the Timberwolves were in the Eastern Conference, they'd people will kind of cut them a little. I, I mean, people will be a little more ruthless to them. But we should cut them a little more slack because they're in the West. You know, yeah. it's, it's a really hard conference. You got at least. 12 teams that are thinking or that was thinking about the playoffs at the start of the season like 13 teams 12 13 teams are thinking about it but now you know we're, we're kind of we're still like we're back to like 10 you know those 10 spots yeah because it's looking like golden state will remain you know in that playing situation as well as the spurs like i don't know if the pelicans will come back yeah yeah that's that's true and it's not for a lack of talent they're only three games back, but you're really running out of time fast. And so that would mean that the Warriors pretty much lose out and the Pelicans win out or close to. You're right. I don't really see that happening either. Um, But uh, that's a little disappointing to me just because the Pelicans are just so damn fun to watch, just plain and simple. Yeah. You need to have, like, a really good home record, really, to, like, or, like, you know, at least a decent, I guess the Spurs are the exception, as well as the Grizzlies, because since they're 13-19 and 13-17, respectively. And, uh, well, I, I disregard what I just said, because, I mean, it looks like a lot of the teams, you know, like, the Blazers are 16-16 and 16 at home, the Mavericks are 16-14 and 14 at home. I mean, I feel like you, you got to be at least, like, because the Warriors are 19-11 and 11 at home. Like, you got to be something like that. Because if you're like a bad road team, like the Pelicans are, and then like the Warriors, yeah. eleven and nineteen at the on the road for the Pelicans. Yeah, uh, and they did take care of business last night against the Thunder, so we got that one right. Uh, we both had the Nets, we got that one right. I don't think anyone in the world said Kevin Porter Jr. is going to drop fifty, and the Rockets are going to beat the Bucks, but that's what happened. That's why they play the games. He uh, gets fined fifty k and drops fifty. He got he got dropped, fined fifty k. Yeah, he got fined fifty k for uh, that situation involving Sterling Brown or whatever. Oh, I didn't hear about this. What happened? I'm not sure. Well, Sterling Brown got like some. He got like an injury or whatever. He, he got some sort of injury in, in like the the club or whatever. And I think Kevin Porter Jr. got uh, he got fined because of his involvement in that night or whatever. Jeez. Just, I don't know. Something must happen. I don't know. Okay. Well. <laughs> Nine of fifteen from three. That's really good. Yeah, you know what I say. The only club and I do is baby seals, so <laughs> I'll keep it that way. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks. That was an exciting game against Detroit, and we kind of nailed that one. Um, you know, the the Pistons like to keep it close until the end, and then they don't. And uh, the Mavs, even without Luka Doncic, taking care of that one in a new career high for Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just joking, just joking. But, uh, you know, Coach Leo a few weeks ago saying he should be in a Zach Levine trade. Maybe he's right. Maybe he's right if, if he's dropping 42. Uh, but all but jokes aside. He's dropping aside. 42 once, like what, once every 49 games? No, just just once, period. This is the only time he's ever done Just once. Once yeah. a season. Once yeah. a season. Once in his career is- so far. New yeah. career high. Oh, yeah, that's right. Of course. Yeah, yeah. forty-two you, you points. Know, they need they need some fancy pants action. Fancy pants, of course. My my player in two K fifteen. That's his name. Fancy 30, first name. Thirty plus in seventeen consecutive games. 
and then he scored 29 in the 18th game, but then he scored 30 again, and then the ones after that. So he's scoring at least 20 points in like every game this season for the Sacramento Kings that started out two and 15, and now we're like you know 13 and 20, but looking all right. And his name is Fancy Pants. Yeah, I, I named him Fancy Pants, and uh, I named I gave his nickname. Because, uh, you know, you know the nickname, like, you know, the announcers will call him by this name because you know, they, they don't have pants or whatever in their system. So uh, they, they call him Boomer. You... <laughs> oh, wow. I'm, I'm, I just, uh, I'm about to share this link. And I was watching myself live. It was really pretty <laughs> trippy. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, so so was that not what is is that two viewers now or is that was that were you the second or were you the first? Technically, I'm two. That's perfect. Perfect. Whoever's watching, please send us an email. Please send us. An I email wonder or if DM it's us. a bot because someone's been uh, posting some very strange links in our comments. Oh yeah, I've noticed that too. I've yeah. noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. If they go to one part of the video, it's like this part at forty-seven seconds. Forty-seven in. seconds in. Look at these boobies or something. Who knows? Yeah. Very strange. Uh, we, I'm just letting the good people know we are live and about to get into our daily predictions. Come join us. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, uh, I, I guess, I mean, I woke up to the, the Warriors losing to the Timberwolves. And uh, I was kind of disappointed. I mean, I know Curry, by his standards, he had a, he had a, he had an okay game by his standards. Even though you know he scored thirty seven points, perfect from the free throw line, eight assists, six rebounds, only so much you can do. Uh, and but he didn't shoot like you know like I guess like like he usually does. Like he was eleven to twenty seven and six to seventeen for three. And it's not horrible, but it's like it's you know, it's but, not up to his standards. Right, right, yeah. It's not like his kind of like classic game or whatever. So he scored thirty seven points, yeah, but like, you know, he also like missed a lot. He missed more than he made, you know. It seems like there's just a lot of frustration there. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I, I really want I'd love to see Curry and Draymond back in the playoffs, but you know, I I'll take him in the play and you know, I I'd like to see them play against the Blazers. I think that'd be a lot of fun, just in terms of you know, storylines and, and funness fun games or whatever i don't care about storylines i just want to watch a good game yeah if, if we're talking about storylines we'd be talking about harry potter instead of russell westbrook yesterday yeah or we'd be uh talking all uh, all about zion and you know what's zion gonna be like you know Z you know the nba trying to force zion down our throats i don't think we even need uh, it doesn't even need to be forced i, I mean he he's so exciting Oh, he's great. He's great, but, the, but you know the NBA wants him to be the next guy. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, should we get into today's games here? Let's do it. All right, this is a really interesting one right off the bat, and I'm surprised by the spread. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are nine and a half point favorites over the Atlanta Hawks. The over under is two nineteen point five. And a lot of game time decisions, and so a lot to keep your eye on. Trey Young game time decision, uh, Bogey game time decision, uh, Clint Capella game time decision, Tony Snell, Kevin Herter is out. Um, 
DeAndre Hunter is out. Cam Reddish is out. Seems like those guys are always out. Uh, Sixers are super healthy. But I just am a little surprised that the Hawks are, or that the Sixers are such heavy favorites. Uh, they are the best, one of the best teams in the East right now, one of only two teams to clinch a playoff spot. The Hawks have lost two in a row, but they've really been a different team since Nate McMillan. And I just feel like it could be a little closer than that. They're, they're coming off a loss to the Pistons and they did just get their ass handed to them against the Sixers though. I should say that they lost 127 to 83 and so maybe the Sixers are just like the antithesis to what the Hawks do. Maybe the Hawks are this kind of quick, uh, offensive-minded team, and the Sixers are just this juggernaut defensive team that aren't going to allow any looks from three. Yeah, I'm starting to rationalize it a little bit more. And this one's in Philly, too. So I, I am going to go Philly. Um, let's take a look at some of the numbers. So... The Hawks won in January, 112 to 94. Uh, the most recent meeting was uh, just a couple days ago, 127 to 83. Uh, looks like you're getting some higher scoring games, though. The 112 94, before that was Philadelphia, 129 to 112, but that was all, all the way last year. So, yeah, we can't even think about that one. Uh, but it's a, a split so far this season. So, this is the tiebreaker and it's in Philly. So I'm, I'm leaning towards Philly. Both of those were kind of blowouts. And so I wonder if this is going to be the one that's like kind of close, stay away from it. If, if Trey Young's not playing, if, if that's the case, um, but it's certainly intriguing. What are, what are your initial thoughts? Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess on paper, it does seem kind of close, but I think the Sixers are going to win kind of comfortably uh i got 118 to 109 okay the sisters winning and yeah i mean atlanta you know they might they might come out looking okay at the beginning of the game but i think as we go on i mean we're gonna see a great performance from ben simmons and, and Embiid. the yeah Embiid's probably got a lot to play for right now he's trying to get himself back in that mvp discussion um sixers do a good job guarding the three-point shot i think that's going to be key uh, they're holding opponents to 36% from three this season. Uh, I think Embiid and Capella is going to be a very fun matchup. But overall, the the Sixers are usually able to hold teams to around 108 points a game. Uh, so what was your – you said 118-109. What did you say? Yeah, 118-109. I kind of like that 109 for the Hawks. Uh, I'm going to go 116-109. And so we're both taking the over here. And so it looks like the over's the move. At least that's our consensus. Uh, I would stay away from the spread. But if you want to take Sixers' money line, nothing horrible about it. But the Hawks could absolutely win this game. Yeah. Yeah, they could, but I just, I just don't see it tonight. Yeah, I, really don't. I think it's a bad matchup for them, frankly. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, the Cleveland Caviers against the Washington Lizards. Uh, what do you think, Tommy? Can the Lizard people stay hot? Yeah, I think I think they will. I think they will remain hot. I think they uh, that was a nice, very big confidence booster, beating 
beating up on the Lakers, and now they're playing against the lowly Cavaliers. 227 is the over-under. I got the Wizards winning 125 to 113. Ooh, okay. So the, the Cavs kind of come out and score. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's take a look right now. So the Wizards are completely healthy. Colin Sexton is a game-time decision. Matthew Della Vadova is back in the kangaroo pouch, and so he's out tonight. Uh, Lamar Stevens is out. I don't know who that is. It sounds like a, a poet more than a basketball player. Isaiah Hartenstein, he uh, has to go back to Germany. I'm just kidding. He doesn't have to do that, but he's out too. And um, so the Wizards are seven and a half point favorites. The over under is 227.5. Wizards first in the NBA in pace this year. And the Cavs, it's going to be a really high scoring game. If, if Sexton plays, take the over. If not, I don't know about that. But money line, I like the Wizards either way. I think that they just have a lot to play for right now. They realize that they could certainly get into the playoff mix. And I've been pretty concerned about betting on the Wizards all year just because it seems like they're a, a Jekyll and Hyde situation where you don't know if they're going to be the team that like blows a game to the Cavs or a team that beats the Lakers, right? But it seems like this is the best basketball they've played all year. I think they're starting to turn a corner. And so I'm, I'm going Wizards... Um, I'm going 117 to 106 Wizards. So I, I, I think you could take the spread here. I think they're going to win comfortably. I think they'll win by more than seven points. That's a minus 110. Uh, so I would, I would go ahead and take the Wizards here. Cavs could win. It's not a lock. Uh, there's really... Not too many locks tonight. There's there's two games that I'm looking at for locks. This isn't one of them, uh, but I, I would go Wizards and feel good about it. All right, another interesting one. This one's in Beantown. The Boston Celtics against the San Antonio Spurs. The Celtics are four-and-a-half-point favorites at home. The over-under is 221. Um should be a very good game. There's a lot of good games last night after a lot of duds. La uh, the, a lot of good games this tonight is what I'm trying to say after a lot of dud games last night. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe the NBA was uh, pulling all their shifts in for tonight. Uh, it's Friday, too. Usually there's a lot of games on Friday. Yeah. I got the Celtics one of their five, 115 to 110. Ooh, Okay. Yeah, the Celtics average 112 points a game. The Spurs average 110. So the Spurs hitting that 110. Technically, they're co closer to 111, 110.7. Uh, Celtics are – I just don't know what to make of them this year, right? I mean, they lose to – like, they were really good. They looked really good, and then they lost to the Thunder. Uh, the Zombie Sonics, as Kirk calls them. And so – they're kind of a hard team to gauge. Uh, let's take a look at how their opponents typically fare. So the their opponents usually put up 110 points per game. And so I do like the Spurs right around that 110. And so I'm, I'm going to give the Spurs 110. Uh, 
Now the Celtics themselves average 112. It's in Boston. Hmm. And Boston's much better at, at home. They, hmm. I mean, just historically speaking. Yeah, I'm going to go with, yeah, they're actually shooting 40% from three since the All-Star break. And so they've really brought those numbers up. I'm going to go 115-110. I'm not going to feel good about it. Popovich will make you sweat it out, but that's pretty much exactly where Vegas is on the line on this one. It is a four and a half point game. I have them winning by five. 115, 110 Celtics. I don't feel good enough to advise you taking the spread. I do feel good enough to say Celtics win. You can go money line. That's a minus 180. So uh, Celtics on that one. Once again, not a lock. Now here's where things get really interesting. The Brooklyn Nets the underdogs against the Portland Trailblazers. Pretty healthy Trailblazers team. No Zach Collins. But Kyrie Irving is a game-time decision. And if Kyrie plays, I'm going Nets. So I might have to do two different, one if Kyrie plays, one if he doesn't. Uh, Bruce Brown, also a game-time decision. Uh, St. Nicholas Claxton, game-time decision. Uh, Chris Chirizo. His name is Chioza, but I call him Chorizo. He's out. And the master baiter still, I think he pulled something. And so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too, too much, uh, I don't know, too, too many squats while he's masturbating. That's probably what it is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You just went out and said <laughs> <right>. it. <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, I think Brooklyn's got this. This is their home. I don't know why they're underdogs, but. I, I guess I could see why they get Jeff Green starting at center. So I got Brooklyn winning 131-125. Wow. So you think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. And these are two really high-scoring – these are two horrible defensive teams, actually. Yeah, the Blazers especially are really bad. And I yeah. know the Nets are, like, not great either. But I feel like the Nets are slightly better than the Blazers at defense. But You said 131-125? Yeah. So you're going over. The over's uh, on a 240.5. Yeah. And I kind of like the that, too. really high. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of thinking the over, too. Um, the Nets average 119. The Blazers average 115. Factor in the fact that neither of these teams are capable of playing any defense. If if Kyrie Irving plays, I think we're looking at... This could be like an overtime game, too. Like, this is going to be... This is the game of the night. I'm going 133-126. Seven. No, 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 no. 133-130. It's going to be over. It's going to be a slugfest. I think we're going to see some overtime. Um, I'm hesitant to go against the Blazers right now. But, geez, they just have not. They've only won three of their last ten games. Uh, the defense is an issue. Um. And it's not like those were that impressive wins. Like, they beat the crap out of the Grizzlies, uh, but that was after losing to the Grizzlies. They beat the Pacers, who are not very good right now. But they've just been skidding lately. And uh, so I think it, it it's going to be a high-scoring one. And I am also going the Nets. So we're both taking the Nets. And so if you want to take Nets' money line, that's sitting at 123 right now. 
on um i think i don't know if we're allowed to say uh technically and they're not paying us but on the site we're looking at the gambling site we're looking at they're at plus 123 the site that shall not be named um so i i, I like nat's money line is that is that where your money is tonight uh yeah brooklyn yeah all right uh, the Memphis Grizzly Bears taking on the Orlando Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry Magic. And so I think the uh, the Grizz take care of business tonight. They're 12.5-point favorites. I'm not crazy about that line, but I'd be honestly pretty surprised. That's another team that's kind of been getting it together lately. And the Magic, I mean, they're dangerous because – they're a team with nothing to lose, right? But it's in their best interest that they lose this game, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I got the, the Grizzlies. This is not an interesting game at all. 126 to 108. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go Grizzlies 114 to 99. And so yeah, they, they I was do thinking cover. something like that earlier, too. Uh, but then I, got just, I just pushed it up, I guess. Now, this next one is shocking. Uh, the Bulls are getting half a point against the Milwaukee Bucks. What? Yeah. Was Vucevic a GTD? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking a look right now. At, I, I, I don't really understand it. Um, Giannis is a game-time decision. Vucevic is a game-time decision. No Troy Brown, no Zach Levine. I guess what the Bucks played last night is that the thought process here that the Bucks yeah, had maybe, yeah. an exhausting game against the Rockets. I don't think the Bucks lose two in a row against two inferior especially, teams. Yeah, especially against the, yeah, like losing to the Rockets, they probably want to come out firing. Yeah, like maybe it's. I don't know. This is really tough to call actually because you never know on on like the back to backs. You you just. Sometimes teams will, they, they play really well the next day, especially after losing like the Bucks did yesterday. Uh, and then other times, you know, they, they come out really flat. But I, th- I think the Bucks got this. I got 116 to 113. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot because the Bucks won't put up their typical, you know, 120 having played a very, very high scoring game last night where they lost 143-136. So maybe they're a little tired. And that game was in Houston, and now they're going all the way up to Chicago. So travel's going to be a factor. You're going to see, you know, kind of maybe a more tired Bucks team. But keep an eye on Giannis and Vucevic. I think that goes without saying. Uh, I like that 116-113. I'm not going to change it. I'll, you know, I'll... I'll I'll stick right there with you. I think that's a, a good one. And so that is a over as well. Yeah. My my first guess was going to be 109, 106, but I just feel like the Bulls will allow more points than that. Uh, but, yeah, so maybe stay away from the over-under. But the Bucks should win this game. I'd, I'd be really surprised if they don't. All right. Yeah. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, I think, are a lock. I'm, I'm using the L word. I think they are a lock to beat the Sacramento Kings. They're eight-and-a-half-point favorites. What say you? Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, Anthony Davis is a game-time decision, but I don't think it's really going to matter much, even if he doesn't play. 
I got the Lakers winning 110 to 103. Wow, okay. That's under. Uh, so the Kings, obviously, a, a pretty high-scoring team. Um, yeah, maybe, I guess it's not a lock if Anthony Davis doesn't play. I still feel good about the Lakers winning. And we were talking about yesterday on the show that uh, there's a pretty real chance that it's going to be Lakers-Clippers in that first round, and I'm starting to think that will happen. I hope not. I'm going uh, one. Why? Because you just want to see that later in? I'd rather see that, like, the earliest I'd want to see that is a second round. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, a second round, gets it gets really good in the Western Conference. Or, like, you know, theoretically, on paper, it should get really good. You never know. Sometimes injuries happen, and it's just like it doesn't get as fun as we it, as we think it'd be. Because we've yeah. been saying for years now that the second round of the Western Conference is going to be a bloodbath. And some years it is, but some years like it's just it's not really. Sometimes one team will just steamroll. Well, the Lakers and the Clippers are a lot of people's favorites to come out of the West. And so the yeah. fact that these guys are doing that, uh, or would be battling it out so early, it would be kind of like anticlimactic. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'd keep an eye, obviously, on Davis. If if Davis plays, one twenty one to one ten Lakers. If Davis does not play, then one oh nine, one oh eight Lakers in a game that is much closer than it should be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's good because, I mean, the Kings, they'll have some games where they really fight. And I think today's one of those days probably had a circle on their calendar. Luke Walton certainly does. Oh, man, he's had a rough year. Yeah, and he's, you know, he's a rough two years. Probably still got some bad blood being uh, LeBron's coach briefly, you know. Yeah. Now, the game of the night, without a doubt, I guess we said another game's the game of the night, but this is the real game of the night. This yeah. is the battle for the West, essentially. Like, one of these teams is going to wind up in the Western Conference Finals. Um, unfortunately, Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley are out, but that's super key when <laughs> picking this game because it's kind of an undermanned Jazz team against a pretty healthy Suns team. Uh, Jake yeah, Crowder. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like the Suns here. Um, I. I kind of think this one's a lock, too, because it's in Phoenix. Um, the over-under is 220. Yeah. I just don't think yeah, the Jazz I, are going to be fast that. enough. Uh, you know, I, I think even both teams healthy, I think, you know, if we see a seven-game series, I can see the Suns for sure winning. I, a I can see series. the Suns laying the smackdown on them tonight. Yeah, tonight, yeah. Like, I can see – I think it'll be – you know, it'll be like a – respectively close game. It's 116-108 on my end. Okay, I got it. A little less close. 124 to 110, Suns. I think they're just going to... I do not think that they're going to be quick enough to keep up with Chris Paul and co. Uh, yeah. I mean, Utah's a really good team. They're going to hit their threes. It's going to be high scoring. But... The Suns are red hot, and the fact that this is a home game where the Suns are 24-9, and nine, uh, the Jazz are just 19-13, and 13, which is a really good mark on the road. Uh, the Jazz put up 117 points per game. I don't think that's going to be the case without 
their two primary ball handlers. And I think that's just going to lead to issues. And so I'm feeling super, super confident that the Suns take care of business. And I'm pretty sure that they cover that four and a half. It sounds like you think they'll cover that four and a half too. Uh, so I like Suns covering the four and a half. And it sounds like we both like the over. Uh, so th- that's the last one. Yeah, it's going to be a very fun slate of games tonight. Uh, hopefully, I mean, I don't even know. I mean, like, you know, sometimes you can't even watch, like, three games. You can only watch, like, two games at a time or maybe one game at a time or whatever. So, but tonight will be fun because, I mean, I'm mostly keeping my eye on the Nets game as yeah. well as the game after that, the Jazz game. Yeah, yeah, same. And I'll, I'll probably do a multiple television situation where I'm watching Bulls, Bucks passively. Uh, but yeah, Nets, Blazers, and Suns, Jazz are my games to watch tonight. And, yeah, uh, I'm definitely not planning to watch the Hawks or the Sixers game. I'm not planning to watch it at all, but, you know, it might, it might pop up. I don't know. Probably probably won't. Though. I mean, we'll see. If, if it goes overtime, sure, I'll tune in. Yeah, uh, and maybe or it could. Celtics could be interesting. That could be a pretty fun game. I think that'll be a good one. Yeah, um, you know, that, that's one of those games. It's like, yeah, watch the first quarter. Yeah. And while you're waiting for the next one. We'll see what happens there. Well, this has been The Daily Dollar, and if you're enjoying The Daily Dollar and you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube, well, I just don't know what to say to you at this point. Uh, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm hurt. Uh, as Michael Jordan might say, I, I take that personally. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, it's, do, do whatever you want. Um, but uh, if you enjoy the show, please give us a friendly rating and, um, you know, whole spiel graphic designer evan buttress the wax cowboy on instagram doing plenty of fun and exciting work uh so check him out and thank you for listening to uh the daily dollar and good luck on your picks tonight we'll get you next time